everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? You know, a bit tired. <laughs> Why would you be tired, GR Dad? <laughs> Long weekend. Lots of miles. How many miles did you get? What did we look at? Like 2,100 miles. Yeah. 2,100 miles in about 51 hours. Was it even 51? I guess 51. Like... Total time, right? That's with sleeping yeah. with sleeping but still it was i mean you left friday night you got back sunday night yeah 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 and it occurs to me where i've yeah i've done this before but i flew up to dc yes. and drove back <laughs> so i haven't actually done this before yeah it was pretty dramatic yeah, uh but we should probably explain yeah so new foster dog uh theodore that is definitely not going to be his permanent name but, uh so yeah, I guess the beginning of the story is I got an email last week from our rescue group and they were like, hey, uh, are you willing to foster a golden doodle? And they sent me this picture or they just said, would you be willing to foster a golden doodle? And I was like, well, sure. Like, I got no problem with that, except like we're quarantining down in Florida. Uh, you know, if you need someone, we can probably manage to come up and get him. But, uh, you know it'll be a lot of driving and they're like well you know here's his information and you're the first person we asked we think you'd be a good person to do it but Suckers. you know we, your, your picture is in their <laughs> database next to sucker if you don't want to do it it's fine there's other people that we can go to and they included pictures of his sweet sweet face and i was like oh my god i love him so much give him to me he's got the eyes the haunting eyes he does um and so he fortunately was not all the way up in uh, Maryland or D.C. He was in Roanoke, Virginia, which Dad has said before, I believe, is in central Virginia, but it's actually at the bottom of Virginia. Oh, it's in the tri-state area. <laughs> or was it Virginia Beach you said was central? I said Virginia Beach. Yeah. Roanoke okay. I'm pretty familiar with. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, Roanoke is four hours closer to Florida it's, than It's, all, it's not quite in North Carolina, and it's not quite in West Virginia. It's, it's real close, though. Yeah. Uh, so it was a 16-hour drive instead of a 20-hour drive, uh, and that's each way. Yeah, so, I was say, but that's one way. Yeah, so uh, saved us eight hours of driving, us and, meaning Jared. And I didn't have to drive the RV, which was better. Yes. Uh, so I actually thought I was going to be going up to get him and then GR Dad's like well I could go do it and we know GR Dad loves a road trip I do that's why he drives all the time because he loves road trips and uh so I was like I'm not gonna stop you from driving for 32 hours 34 hours instead of me you're welcome to it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you didn't you were like oh I could do it you don't have to do it but you were putting up a weak fight. I mean, yeah, I didn't want to do it. No, I mean, I wanted to get the dog. You seemed like you wanted to do it, sort of. This is normal couple dynamics. If I'd said, hell no, I'd rather just lie on the couch all weekend, you would have been like, yeah, that's fine. I got to do it. This is something totally. I, I agreed to. I got to get that little boy, that yep. big boy. Yep. So, uh, so GR Dad was the hero, and he drove and drove and drove and drove, and then drove and drove and drove some more, <laughs> and now we have a new dog. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't been eating very well the last two days. <laughs> That's like the worst part for me, that it's like, I try. I'll pack like celery sticks and carrots and be like, I'm going to eat this healthy thing. And then it's like two hours in, I'm like, give me a bag of sour cream and cheddar ruffles. I did bring two apples, but like eight hours into the drive up, they were gone. And I'm not buying another apple. No, <laughs> gas Road. station apple. Gross. I mean, I've had a gas station banana before, I guess, but... That's got appeal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so let's give the background, and then we'll do some more road trip and yeah. 
talk about intros. Um, so Theodore is a golden doodle. He came in as a stray, so we know nothing about his previous life. There, He's old, though, so they kind of put nine. But it's really hard to tell because he's in such bad shape. Like right now, I'd be like, oh, he's 13. But he's very unhealthy, so he could look better, you know, once he gets fattened he, up. He has... He's been in foster for two weeks. Yeah, so let's let's give the whole story, and then we can talk about the wonderful foster people that he had. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he came in as a stray, and like the first night he was in the shelter, I think the shelter, I think it was that first night, they will place dogs with foster homes so they don't have to sit in the shelter in Roanoke. Um, and the first night he came in, he bloated, which kills a dog 80% of the time. It's where their stomach typically twists over on itself. Um, it's, it's the worst. Most dogs die from it. Do they know why? They don't really know why. Like, it it's tends terrible. to be deeper-chested breeds more common. Yeah. And I had one dog, Kay, bloated once and was okay. Um, but it's a big thing. Um, and they had just sort of noticed that he was in distress when he came in. Uh, so he could... Who knows? In any case, he definitely bloated. And so he has, his medical care has included getting fixed, having dental. They pulled two of his teeth. His teeth are nice, nice and shiny and the white remain, now. The <laughs> remaining ones are clean. Yeah. They're clean. Uh, but he had two teeth pulled. And then he also had surgery for the bloat, which is kind of similar to what Guac had. They got to cut you all the way open and get in there. Um, and then they'll often tack the stomach to the side of your abdominal cavity so it can't twist anymore. Handy. Yeah. Why doesn't nature do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, he had it real rough in terms of that. He also is positive for Lyme disease and Ehrlichia, which is another tick-borne disease. You said he maybe has worms, tapeworms? Is that right? Hasn't been on any medication against it, I guess. And they oh, were but, sort of like, everything bad happens to this poor dog, so maybe he also... <laughs> if they haven't died, I haven't found oh, okay. any. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the medicine he came with, he's got, like, painkillers and other painkillers. He's got to be on three months of antibiotics for the Lyme and the Ehrlichia. He's on, who knows, a bunch of other stuff. His back legs don't really work They're real all stiff. that well. They're like two pegs. Yeah, he doesn't bend his knees very much, and he's very wobbly. He, he shook his head yesterday and fell over, kind of like Jasmine and Queso did, though he doesn't look like he's had a vestibular problem. He, he just looks really weak. He's very weak, and he is completely emaciated. He is so skinny. Dear Dad, when he had him at the hotel on the way back, he like put his hand on his spine, and the width of his abdomen like was the width of Dear Dad's hand. Yeah, he's got a real hourglass figure. <laughs> he's just bones. He he doesn't look as skinny as he is because he's because the golden doodles have fur like longer fur, even you know if they're not in great shape. Uh, so his fur makes him look more filled out than he actually is. But he's so, so skinny. And he doesn't really feel like eating. And so who knows if that's, like, the surgeries or the fact that, like, his life is all screwed up or that he just doesn't feel like eating and there's something else going on. Uh, fortunately, they've checked out all his insides from the inside. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't seem like there's anything else more serious. But... Uh, chubbing him up is going to be a big 
part of our mission. So up my alley. I know. <laughs> so against everything we're doing with every other dog. It's so funny. Like I was laying down petting him last night and Chief Brody came over. And so I've got like the, Chief Brody looks so fat compared to this dog. Chief Brody, don't hang out with Theodore. It's like it's like when you're a normal sized person and then like some anorexic supermodel comes over and she's all just like collarbones and hip bones sticking out. Yeah. And you're like, that's really unhealthy. But I look huge compared to this person. <laughs> or like a normal person and like Shaq walks over and you feel like super teeny tiny. So Everything gets weird perspective. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I had like this big, dense marshmallow man on one side. <laughs> um, <laughs> like that's cheap, Brody. <laughs> scraggly, bony dog on the other side. He's not even offended. He's sleeping. Uh, no, he's sleeping, thankfully. He's also mostly deaf. He's like Swiss levels of deaf. He can hear a couple things. Theodore, yeah. And uh, and his vision's not great. He can't see in the dark at all. Uh, but he gets he's okay in in the light. So he's not totally blind for sure. Right. Right. Anything else that's wrong with him? That's everything. That's a lot. Yeah, he's got a bunch of skin issues. Like he's, <laughs> yeah, he's got lumps and scrapes and missing fur on his tail yeah. and some other places. Banged and, up elbow. Yeah. So anyway, he so he had all that stuff done and got all his shots and everything. And then he went into foster with these lovely people who I've talked to, but your dad met. They're super nice. They're a family near Roanoke. And they're they're just they love they have a, another dog, a Newfie. Yeah. That they that kind of looks like a black bear. <laughs> um, and they were just so nice to Theo. They, they gave me cheese so I could put his medicine in. And to salt his food, so he would a eat a lunchbox full and of cheese. And they gave me a lunchbox with ice in it, full of cheese. I mean, it's so sweet. And they wrote down all the directions for the medicines and stuff. And they clearly loved him. I mean, there were tears when we left. I mean, the, they really exemplify like why you foster dogs because they loved him and they took good care of him. But they also realized like they've got two kids and they've got this big kind of rambunctious new feet. And they're like, they this... got a lot of stairs in their house. They got, yeah. Yeah, and they're just like he needs someplace that's going to be able to give him you know something like peaceful and like lots of rugs and he doesn't have to do stairs and uh, you know he needs a really high level of care and like we would totally do it but we know that there's people that could yeah you know do it better for him um and that's you know that's why you foster dogs you go oh like this dog you know like sizzle right who we adopted out we loved her and she fit in perfectly here but you could just tell that she needed to be a dog without as many dogs around. Yeah, like, she's much less stressed just with Zoe. She kind of, you know, yeah. they have a good dynamic with two dogs. Yeah, and so it's like, it's not like we're not willing, but that we can find the really optimal situation for them. So when I was talking to the adoption coordinator for uh, for our rescue, so the, uh, we got him because our rescue group works with the shelter down in Roanoke. So if they get any Goldens or Golden Mixes, they talk to our rescue which, group. Which is four-hour drive away from D.C. It's a far, it's a, lo- a big network. Yeah, we have a, a kind of far reach. Like, we'll get dogs from West Virginia. I mean, most of our dogs have actually come from West Virginia yeah. through our rescue group. Um, Roanoke, I think they work with some places in Philadelphia or um, Pennsylvania. Right. Um, Anyway, so I was talking to her, and I was like, yeah, you know, we, that's fine. You know, we talked about it. We'll go get him. And, uh, 
you know, we had planned to come back up to D.C. in March, but obviously everything shut down. And so we're just waiting until things open up a bit more before we come up. You know, hopefully it'll be two or three weeks and we'll be able to come up to D.C. And that's perfect because you have to foster a dog for two weeks. And so that would be a great time to then, you know, list him as available and people can adopt him. And she goes, I mean, we're going to pretend that you're not keeping him. I'm, I'm happy to play along if that's what you want to do. But I think we both know what's going to happen. Oh, so sarcastic. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> like burst out laughing on the couch. And I was like, fine. <laughs> she better watch it though telling you that you have to do something is the best way to get you to want to not do it she didn't tell me i had to i know she was good about it yeah. she was clever yeah um so that was very funny but she also said like you know oh you know i was talking to this other person in the rescue group and you know i had sent her the pictures of the dog and uh then i called her and she's like well who's he gonna go to and she's like well you know I emailed Jen Golbeck and she said the other person's like, oh, that's just the perfect dog for them. And they're the perfect people for this dog. And I was like, well, that is a reputation I'm so happy to have. I'm telling you, it's your picture with the with sucker on it. Like, <laughs> problem dogs send to Jen. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that is the kind of origin of Theo. You want to talk about the, the Theo Retrievo? Yeah, I mean, Theo Retrievo Drive is like just kind of like a tunnel you just put your head down and drive it's eight hours of florida and then eight hours of georgia south carolina yeah, north carolina so i got some i got five hours almost five hours in on friday stayed at a at a, some kind of hotel somewhere you this is the best part of driving with you on the phone because you could do all the logistics it's yeah. very like i don't know like a rally or something you're like <laughs> you're planning the every the logistics and I mean, to the point of like where I can call sometimes. I'm like, is there a McDonald's around here? We've totally <laughs> like, done that. You'll Google it because I suck at multitasking while driving. I, I like I just really focus on driving, and I don't do the. I can't like call really that well or do anything else. So it's great to just call you and be like, hey, uh, is there a Panera around? And I'm like, two exits ahead, take a left, and then <laughs> yeah. take the third right, and it's right there. You should see a telegraph mast, and then uh, <laughs> hang a left there, but. The, but not the first right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is definitely so it's a fun, it's yeah. great to have a ground crew uh, while driving. That's so right. what, I you, make... what you can't do is, of course, fix my crappy dietary habits that I fall into, which is like, I just get gas, go into the convenience store, grab those like little triangular sandwiches. Oh, so bad. <laughs> They're fine. I would forbid that if I'd been with you. <laughs> grab some, you know, energy drink monster and, and plow on. <laughs> So I don't know if I had an actual meal. I think I had one on Friday, and I had breakfast Saturday and Sunday, McDonald's breakfasts. But the rest were like pork rinds and, <sighs> you know, sandwiches. And and on the way back, I mean, I got I got up there fine with, with you know, and I, so I ended up getting there. And I started to realize, guided by you, that, you know, every hour <laughs> that I didn't spend Friday and Saturday, I would get in earlier on Sunday night. I mean, it's all one continuous drive. So yeah. there's no, there wasn't any gap to compress. It wasn't like I could, you know, it's a 14 day visit and it doesn't matter if I'm, if I'm late coming in or if I take an extra hour. So I, so I really wasn't stopping anywhere, you know, or, or yeah. sleeping too long or <laughs> watching TV in the hotel or anything like that. But the gym was closed anyway because of COVID, so, yeah. you know. But I, of course, brought my running shoes, and I had these dreams of like, oh, maybe I'll go for a jog in the morning at the hotel or something. No. <laughs> get up, shower, get going. Yeah. Um, so I got in like, what was it, 
evening on like Saturday, yeah. I got up to to the suburb of Roanoke or a town outside Roanoke. You have loud pants on, Inga. <laughs> Many pants. <laughs> and and picked up Theodore and and again they they're just lovely people and you can just tell they they really loved him um but had just a lot going on and I think they felt like maybe we could we could be better for him we did send uh so the their kids are like eight and ten or something and I was like would it be okay if like I send up some stickers and stuff? Cause she was like, Oh, my daughter, like she loves him so much. And yeah. you know, we've been talking, but she's sad. And I was like, well, you know, can I send her like a picture of our dogs and like, Oh, I've got all these stickers and stuff. And so we sent all of that up and two of the books, two of the golden ratio. It's kind of like books. Now I'm thinking you're probably just trying to convert them to our brand. And now they, <laughs> they'll be loyal fans for the rest of their Man, lives. I hope they don't start listening to the podcast cause we curse a lot. Yeah. Anyway, they I, like I don't. The- <laughs> <laughs> huh. Okay, fine. Anyway, they so it sounds like they were a big hit. They liked the the books and I don't think they quite appreciated the stickers yet, but I think they'll they'll get it and yeah. and uh you know, I told I told the girl cuz she was really sad that, you know, he's going to have so many brothers and sisters and he's going to have a great life and he's going to have he's got an elevator now and it's <laughs> going to be nice. So, she was still really sad. Sure. Um but they gave us like a pallet of dog food and a bag and, and you just like everything that they could think of to make it easier. They did. They were so nice. Yeah. Clearly so nice. I, I just think the lunchbox is adorable. Oh, like giving the so cheese nice. is great, but like here's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles lunchbox. <laughs> it with was a, cooler a bag. Mutant Ninja Turtle lunchbox. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And it held cold the whole way back. Yeah. So, yeah. So I left from there on Saturday evening. Like and, seven. And drove to like... 11:30 or midnight um and then theo in the hotel was fine he's good he, we had an elevator one floor up so we went up mm-hmm. and down but he's uh he's he turns out he's very well housebroken yeah um he's real quiet i haven't heard him bark yet um yeah. i mean he has no he's not showing any personality he's so he's so banged up um but he slept fine he wasn't you know jumpy or anything like that of course he probably being deaf helps <laughs> Um, yeah, not those hotel noises don't bother him. Yeah. So then we got up on Sunday and just started heading further south. And that was, I stopped in South Carolina. So it's South Carolina, Georgia, and then into Florida. Florida's a very long state. Although I, I defeated the, the roadblock yes. into Florida. They had a checkpoint. So, yeah. So ahead. yeah, we've talked about the checkpoint into the Florida Keys, which is the one road. But we didn't know until Dad left the state that there's a checkpoint on 95 like just in Florida from the Georgia border, that's to basically get people who are coming from COVID hotspots. This was set up mostly for people from like New, New York. York, New Jersey, um, you know, find out where they're going, find out where they're staying, make them essentially force them to quarantine for 14 days if they're coming from a, a hotspot. So dear dad's like, oh, there's this big backup coming south. And we looked it up. Okay, there's a checkpoint. It's only on 95, so I'm the logistics master, and I'm like, okay, when you come in, like, we're going to get you around the checkpoint. So exit onto, you know, exit at this town yeah. in in Georgia right before the border, and then get on 17 South, and you're going to take that until you pass under 95 in Florida on your way to Jacksonville, and then pick it back up, and it worked. It's interesting. Yeah, I went I went over a, br- a very bright blue painted bridge. I remember that, and that was the river across. That was the river between Georgia and Florida. And then on the other side, there was an agricultural inspection. If I'd had a pickup truck, I would have had to make sure I didn't wasn't carrying 
illegal beets illegal beets or <laughs> oranges or whatever has peaches bugs in them yeah but i could just drive right by and then i was then i was in there and i i could i, I actually it was a nice moment i went through an un, under an underpass on 95 and that was the backup you on, could see on it. the for me overpass dio is uh is up and walking around so i feel like i defeated the system yeah i I'm very impressed that that all worked. <laughs> I mean, saving two hours was a good thing at the time. Uh, oh, because yeah. It, because that meant I got he in here. The, the goal was to get back here by daylight so we could, we could uh, in an organized fashion, introduce the dogs and not have like a nighttime frenzy. Ugh, it was because when you got back with Chief Brody, you did the thing that I frequently advocate against, which is just drove the full 20 this is hours. bad logistics. I blame myself. I this just didn't plan. I mean, Jared Dad is always like, I'm just going to drive straight through. I'm going to drive all day. I'm going to drive straight through. And I'm like, this is dangerous. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, when you were driving back with Chief Brody, I kept going, here's a place that you can park the RV. Here's a, uh, you went past it. Okay, here's another place. I tried. There was, a, there was not a place. He also was that. not willing. He's saying this shit. He likes to drive all day <laughs> and all night. And he's like, just uh, did the whole thing all I at mean, once. Part of me does, but the body is weak. I mean, it was no fun. <laughs> no, but... Look, there were alternatives. Huh. Uh, eh. you're, yeah, that's exactly right. It's like, eh, the place I wanted isn't here. Whatever, I'm just going to drive all 20 hours. So shows up at 4 a.m. Yeah. with a new dog. So, of course, like, it's super crazy in the house because, like, what the heck? Somebody's coming and in Guac at 4 a.m. had just gotten there a couple weeks before, too. It was like a so, yes. popcorn anyway. Yeah. So he's super crazy. And then, like, introducing new dogs to each other inside is never a great idea because it's just it's chaotic people you know they can't move around um and so it's always better to do it outside and so to do it when like everybody's super amped up because ingo just got home and then also there's this new dog and there's guac who's a madman uh it was it was tough enough that jr dad and chief brody went and stayed in the guest room <laughs> with the door closed and i brought everybody else back to bed um and so I was like, you know, the thing that we want most is that you get here, you know, around sunset or at least twilight so we can, you know, take the time outside. So normally the way that we do it, whether it's here or in Maryland, is like we get the new dog, we let them walk around the yard, sniff, relieve themselves, like get a little comfortable and then bring out like one or two dogs at a time, you know, starting with hops. We brought Swizz this time. She was like, whatever. She oh. didn't even notice at first. That's the interesting like thing was... So we did that. We were able to do that here, right? Let out Swizz because yeah. she's, you know, she's likely to freak out. And then Hobbs and then Vink and then the boys. And everyone's like, Ingo's home. And then they're like, huh, another dog. Okay. Oh. Even Guac was like, oh. Well, I guess this happens. Yeah. This yeah. Is just a, yeah it's new the dog. second dog now that they've added after me. Yeah. Uh, so everyone was very mellow. But it would have been, you know, it would have been much more chaotic if all that energy was like all concentrated at once and in you know, a space where like no one can walk away or whatever. So uh, you did great this time. Yeah, it was good. It was smooth. And I missed the, the checkpoint into the Keys was already shut down, all opened, I guess, when I drove through. So I was anticipating another hour or so delay there where they checked everyone's yeah. driver's licenses, but they but that, that was already dismantled too. So it was real smooth. Actually. Yeah, June 1st, today, June 1st is the first day that the Keys are open again. So you, they obviously took the checkpoint down last night. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, introductions went great. Um, 
I mean, everyone was like, even Hops and Vink, like they'll usually zoom around with the new dogs and just every, no one was really interested, Yeah, which is great. I think doing it one at a time really helps too. It, it takes out the sort of frenzy hysteria. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that was good. And it has stayed that way. It's not like they're like, oh, wait, now he's in the house. Like, right. They're really interested in his delicious smelling dinner. And Yeah, which and is normal. That's about it. Like everybody's being friendly, but giving him his space, which is a nice thing that they always do. Yeah, and he's finding dogs. places to just kind of nap. He's got a real kind of queso vibe in that like he kind of wants to sleep. You can tell that he's got some stuff to work through. Yeah. Um, but he's, I mean, like right now he's standing next to me and I'm petting him, which is not a thing that queso would have done when she came in. So she's not as traumatized as yeah. he was. He licked my arm a few times while we were driving. Yeah, no face licks yet. but uh but he does like i mean he came up yesterday and kind of put his head on my chest and let me pet him so that was nice so i think you know he'll he'll take a few months to come out of his shell um but it's gonna be good oh he's gonna look so good when he's like fat you know his hips are bad so we can't make him fat but at least like (laughs) we can shape him and not make him fat (laughs) yeah uh, and we do, you know, we are planning to change his name, which like one, he came in as a stray. So nobody knows what his actual name was before Two, He ain't talking. He's deaf. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Real easy to change the name of a deaf dog. And, uh, I, I mean, you said that before, but I forgot. That's very cynical, but also <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the current front runner is St. Patrick. I think he looks sort of like a St. Patrick. I think it's a great name. It also would make like setting a birthday for him easy yeah uh which is just a nice side effect but i i don't know i think he's just got this kind of irish or scottish well, he looks like an irish wolfhound him. right now he does a little bit uh i don't know if that's it though like, who knows what it means it's just something in his eyes says irish to me his irish eyes are smiling oh, wow. is that what they say are they smiling i mean if he talked i'd expect him to have an irish accent <laughs> i don't know <laughs> good i mean go with it that's a, that's a fair re- that's a good reason but i like dogs to not have human names right like i don't want to name my james. dog bob or J- definitely not james i got some bad histories with some oh Jameses. yeah that's true uh you know no no offense to any jameses i'm sure you're all lovely people except but, for the ones you dated yeah uh anyway uh yeah and like theodore like it's a good name but uh, nah, you know you know, it's, a, it's, it's not one we, we would have picked. Yeah. yeah. We like names with a lot of character. So, I mean, I know Patrick is a person's name, but St. Patrick is a different thing. And we would always call him St. Patrick, just like we call Chief Brody, Chief Brody most of the time. <laughs> it's We rarely default to just Chief or just Brody. It's usually Chief Brody. True. Come here, Chief Brody. Bank is only Bankman and then Bankman Golbeck when she's doing something bad. Bankman Golbeck is what... Your dad says when she's doing something bad, <laughs> even though your dog, then she's your baby. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I can't be responsible <laughs> for the actions of my baby if you're the corrupting influence. So St. Patrick is uh, current front runner, though. You know, I'm calling him Patty. Patty, that's fine. I mean, Swizz went through. We had a lot of potential name candidates for Swizz. Uh, yeah, we're trying to do the Irish thing there too. Well, because she was Shannon, like that was her actual name. True, Shannon O'Dog. <laughs> uh, I know it's Whistle Dog, which doesn't make any sense, but whatever. That's your Twitter handle. None of these things make any sense. Um, yeah. So anyway, we'll see. So don't get too stuck on 
Theo is his name because we're definitely going to change it. And as you say, he doesn't hear so well, so it doesn't matter. No, no. We're doesn't. not. We're not. We haven't done a lot of science on the extent of the deafness, but there's not much sound coming through. That's right. He doesn't right. startle when a dog, you know, barks. Right? I don't think he even noticed that. No, he seems like he can maybe hear higher pitched stuff. Um, we do have a dog whistle, an actual, <coughs> actual dog whistle. Yeah, somebody sent that to us. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, oh, we keep forgetting that that guac responds to whistles. He does. Like if you uh, like, I cannot do the stick two fingers in your mouth and whistle, whistle. Me either. But he does respond to that. I you practiced that for one. fifty years and I can't do it. Yeah, I have I, a long I, tongue. I for a while practiced for a long time too, and I can't. I know how the, the I know how it should work. Yeah. But I cannot. No. It's weird. If anyone's got a good tutorial, let us know. No, it's I have a wrong tongue. Oh. I'm convinced it's the equipment. <laughs> Can you make your tongue into a taco? Yeah. I cannot. He's showing me his taco. Taco tongue. 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 I, can <laughs> I roll can't do that. Tongue. Can't do it. No. I can roll it sideways. Can you roll it sideways? I uh, cannot. No. Oh, my God. You probably can't wiggle your ears either. <laughs> I cannot wiggle my ears either. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe we're so different. <laughs> uh anyway i so i think that's it uh we like theo's breakfast this morning like he's got some kibble he's got some soft food and then i sprinkled some cheese on it and then i reached into the bag and grabbed a full handful of cheese and put it in the bowl because we need to chub him up and he has not eaten any of it yet but. i mean i'm i'm allowing you to learn on the job but you're clearly the amateur in this scenario <laughs> fattening up dogs is kind of my calling <laughs> So, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I should be involved. I mean, you should be. Yeah. Give, I'm very pleased with the ham and cheese gas station sandwiches you were feeding him in the car. He likes the ham and cheese. You give cheese him whatever you want. There was nothing on him except ham and cheese. There yeah. were no condiments. Those were in a different bucket or something in the I'm, gas station. I'm all in favor. I'm not making a freaking, you know, a gourmet meal. I'm just <laughs> eating calories. I'm, I'm glad that he liked them. No, you're... You, Give him everything. It's great. Yeah. Um, all right. So I know this is the Theo podcast, but since you were gone, I was in charge of feeding the dogs all the time. We kind of 50-50 feed them. <laughs> Didn't you post that on Twitter and someone thought I was dead? Yeah, I said, Jared Dad is gone. And then I said a bunch <laughs> of other stuff, but everybody thought you were dead, which is funny that I would announce your death along with what I fed the dogs. Uh, I equal, promise. Equal importance. I promise I will be appropriately grave. Without any dog pictures if you die. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. I won't care. I'll be dead. So I was giving him dinner last night, and I usually don't give carrots. You are the carrot giver. And uh, so Vink is in the kitchen, and she's like, murf, murf. And I was like, what? And she's like looking at the top of the fridge, which is where the carrots are. And I was like, well, I don't have any roasties. Fine. You know, Vink is team crunch. She can have one. And everybody else is looking at me. And I was like, you guys want crunches? You can have them. So I gave a crunch to everybody. And they were all like, hell yes, crunches. Every single one of them ate those crunches with gusto. They didn't just crunch them up into bits. They ate them. And then they came back for second crunches, which proves the argument that I have been making for a year, which is everyone in this house is actually team crunch. And you're just giving them roasties and they're eating them, but they would eat a crunch just fine. Suffering is a virtue, Catholics. It's not suffering. They loved them. They came back for seconds. You just enjoy roasting carrots. I enjoy giving them nice roasties. (laughs) They like the crunches just fine. Hop started not. You've seen this. She She just would drop them. Give her a crunch and she'd go bleh. 
She had like a bad week bad where week. she wanted a roast. She had a hard week. She was emo <laughs> that week. Uh, so I'd just like to note for the record that everyone is actually Team Crunch. They love their crunches. And GR Dad is soft <laughs> like the carrots he roasts. He enjoys roasting carrots and then acting like he's giving them something better. If, but they like the crunches just fine. If having a soft heart is a crime, then I am guilty <laughs> of this crime. So, uh, so there you go. That's the... Soft heart. <laughs> soft carrot. Just had to put that in. They like the sorry. roasties. I mean, they also like the crunches. Well, team no, crunch. Fair enough. Hashtag if they're crunch. both, that's the problem. If I present them with a choice, then we'll choose the roastie. Uh, now, see, I think team roast. There's the softness. Team roastie is dogs who will not eat crunches, but will eat roasties. On some days, that's true. <laughs> um, okay. Well, this is a no rules podcast, so we don't have to do the rest. Is there anything yeah. else you want to add in? It's nine in the morning so we're not drinking a cocktail of the week no and i'm still a little banged up i mean it's a good thing it's friday so you know i, <laughs> I kind of missed the weekend all right well we'll talk more about that after the podcast oh okay yeah all right <laughs> uh anything else you want to add no it'll be an interesting fattening up project this is a good project this is an exciting fun project yeah all right well uh there will be a with rules podcast later this week as always no until then don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Don't bite anyone. Do Bye. Mask. Bye. <laughs>